Well, hello there. Today is day two of our Lenten challenge, 40 days in the desert. And you can see I've got these, these cactuses behind me to remind me of that. So 40 days Jesus spent in the desert. And this Lenten challenge is basically to spend that next the next 40 days with Jesus and with Job. And so we're going through the book of Job, chapter by chapter, day by day. And yesterday we talked about um, Job and how good and a holy man he was. And then Satan inflicting his this intense suffering on him. He takes basically everything away from him. And we see what, what happens next with Job. Well, today, when we thought there was nothing left for, for Job to lose, we realize that there is more. And so we have this, this similar encounter between God and Satan. And God says, oh, well, where have you been? And Satan says, well, I've been, uh, I've been out and about, you know, uh, prowling, patrolling the world, the, the earth, basically doing what he does and God is still there gloating about his son Job he's talking about how wonderful Job is and how great of a son how he trusts in God and how he hasn't lost his innocence even though he's going through this this very difficult suffering and so that's where um, today's chapter starts off God is still proud of his son Job and Job hasn't given up yet and so Satan says well it's all good and fun but when you actually uh, touch him when he has to endure pain and suffering, then he's gonna then he's gonna give up on you. Then he's gonna turn away from you. So God steps up to the plate once again and says, "Okay, I'll take you on that." Um, anytime Satan challenges uh, uh, God, God is is more than willing to prove Satan wrong. And so, um, basically, Satan says, "Skin for skin, all that a man has, he will give for his life." Uh, but now, put forth your hand and touch his bone and his flesh and surely he will blaspheme you to your face. And God says once again, okay, well, if that's, if that's what you think is going to happen, let's do it. And he gives Satan the power to, to, to cause physical harm to Job with the only caveat that he cannot kill him. He cannot take his life. So once again, Satan is, is more than willing to inflict pain and suffering into the life of Job. So he touches him, and all of a sudden it says that he's, he... Uh, what is the exact wording here? It says that uh, he smote Job with severe boils from the soles of his feet to the crown of his head. So Job, all of a sudden, now he's got boils all over his body. Um, just, I just imagine oozing pus and open sores and, and just not fun, right? And we see the image there in, in the scripture. It talks about how he's laying in ashes and he's scraping himself with a piece of broken pottery. You could just feel the pain and anguish that Job is going through. And so that's where, we, that's where we're at right now in chapter 2 of the book of Job. Job is covered in boils. Now he's suffering not just emotionally after having lost everything. Now he's suffering physically um, and, and he's not having a great time, right? So we, we are introduced to another character in this, in this scene and that is Job's wife. And as great of a guy that Job is, we would think, oh, well, his wife must be a wonderful woman as well. And so we hear from her, we meet her, and we hear only one line from her, but I think it says a lot about who she is. She says this, are you still holding on to your innocence? Curse God and die. <laughs> That's the words of uh, Job's wife. Curse God and die. So at this time where he's going through this immense suffering 
Job's wife says, curse God, give up, turn away from God. Obviously, he's not with you. He's the one that's causing you his, this pain. Just give it up already, right? And obviously, she's not the wonderful woman that we, we would have assumed she would be married to Job. Um, but that's that's who he has. And so we, we look at this, and, and to me, it reminds me of Jesus uh, during being tempted by the devil during his 40 days in the desert. You remember Jesus is praying and fasting in the desert and he's tempted by Satan. Satan comes to him three times tempting him, basically tell him to challenge God, to test God, to turn away from God and to worship him. And each time Jesus responds with words from scripture. He, he shoots right back at Satan. You know, it's, he doesn't even take a breath or think about it. He shoots right back at Satan and says, you know, uh, depart from me. And, and at the end, Satan is gone. But there's those three times where he's got to fight back and he uses scripture. And, he, and it's a powerful, powerful line each time. But we see the same thing here in the situation with Job. Um, his wife, in a sense, is kind of in league with the evil one. She, she's got that same mindset. She's like, well, this is suffering. You don't want this. Just turn away from God. Give it up already. Same thing that Satan would have said to Jesus. But Job responds with this powerful line, and, and I think this is where we get our lesson for the day. He says, are you, are you even going to speak as senseless women do? We accept good things from God. Should we not accept evil? So we see here, not saying that, that God is, is uh, evil, or that God can do evil, because we can't. We talked about that yesterday, right? He's not the one inflicting this pain and suffering. He allowed it. He permitted it. But it's the, it's the evil one that's doing it, right? So, But what Job is saying is that when things are going great, when life is good, when it's smooth sailing, when we don't have to worry about anything, when, when things are going as planned, then we praise God and we're happy and we say, oh, God is good and, and we're thankful and we're happy. But what about when things aren't going our way? When we're going through a difficult time in our lives, maybe we just lost our job or maybe we're going through a divorce or we lost a loved one. When we're really suffering, do we still praise God in those times? And I think that's what the lesson is that we're learning from because God is there for us, right? God's love does not depart from us, but it's us who turn away from God because of the suffering, because we don't know how to deal with it. And so I think that's the lesson that Job is teaching us here, um, just as Jesus in, in the desert responds to Satan. Well, Job responds to his wife and he says, we gotta praise God whether, it's good, whether things are going good or whether things are going bad, God is always good, right? God is always good. God is good all the time. And we've got to remember that. And we've got to believe that. And we've got to live that. And so that's uh, one of the lessons that we learn from this second chapter of the book of Job. And after that little encounter with his wife, that little uh, back and forth, it says, through all this, Job said nothing sinful. So Job is still trusting in God. He's still faithful. He's not giving up on God yet. But after that, we see three of his friends show up. And they see Job from afar, and they're not, they can't even recognize him. Because remember, he's covered in boils. They don't recognize Job, and they start crying out, and, and, and they, they rip their clothes, and they sit in the ashes with him. And they sit there with him for seven days and seven nights in silence. They don't say anything. They're just there, present to, to their friend. And I think that's a powerful lesson of what friendship really means, right? Because... The people who are really our friends, people that really care about us, they're the ones who are there for us in those times of suffering. 
and there's not really anything that you can say. Um, you know, you go to a funeral, and, and, and I have that problem myself. It's like, you go to a funeral, what do you really say to comfort those people? There's not really anything you can say. You can't bring them back. You can't say, oh, they're in a better place. I mean, honestly, you can just say, I'm here for you. Uh, and I think that's what matters. That's what impacts him. And so I think Job, uh, you know, obviously his wife is not uh, any help to him. And so he can see that with his three friends, at least they're there to comfort him, to console him, and to be there present with him in his suffering. And I think that's another important lesson that we've got to take away from this, that we've got to be there for others when they're, when they're suffering. Um, we don't necessarily have to do anything but just be there, to be present. Um, but also um, to look at the friendships that we've got. Are the people in our lives people that are there when we're suffering? Are there people that are present to us when we're going through a hard time? You know, I think that's something that we've got to take stock of. Look at the friendships that we have, the people that, that are in our lives. Are they really helping us um, and, and being present to us and loving on us when we're going through those difficult times? So those are the, the two lessons I think we can take away from our reading today in chapter 2 of the book of Job. Uh, we're going to continue uh, throughout the rest of these 40 days of Lent. Uh, I hope this has been a blessing to you so far. I want to challenge you right now that if, if this is the first time watching it, go over to leadersthatfollow.com and you can subscribe and you'll get an email every morning with a, a written reflection. And then, of course, you can join me here at facebook.com slash leadersthatfollow. And that'll, we'll be doing these live reflections every day at lunchtime about 12 p.m. Pacific Standard, uh, 12 noon. Uh, we'll be doing these these video reflections. So I hope you could join me here tomorrow. We'll, we'll continue this. Um, and the other thing I want to do is I want to challenge you to share this. Um, there's lots of people who are, who are uh, practicing this, uh, a lot of, of different traditions and customs during the season of Lent. Well, this is a challenge that I make to you. Share this video with your friends and family. And hopefully they too can deepen their relationship with God throughout the season of Lent. Share this video, please um, comment, uh, let me know what you think, um, and I will catch you tomorrow on our video on day three. Uh, and remember, in the morning, if you can, read chapter three of the book of Job tomorrow before you get to the reflection. And then we'll, we could share uh, at, uh, my reflection around lunchtime. So I hope you have a blessed rest of your day, and I will see you tomorrow.